Good morning, Rab Boy Sai! Lili Nishmasimimorosi Rusmas Mordechai! Rabbi Sai, here we are in a tent in the middle of the Masimara. You could probably hear hippopotamuses roaring and hyenas making all their different sounds. Beautiful. We're in the middle of Nefles Habayre. We are coming off a 21-hour journey. We left last night, right after Sheer, 9.30 p.m. And we arrived here 21 hours later. So here we are. It happens to be that through the trip and the journey, uh, we were in an airport. We had a stopover for a number of hours, and I was able to make close to 20 charts the only problem is that I didn't really go over the charts, so I don't know where they are, where they belong. Bezer Hashem, it's going to be Gavaldic. So the way the daf today is constructed, daf kuf yud, kuf yud omed bez is full agadato, and kuf yud omed aleph is asugya. So we'll just uh, say one or two emails, l'chvoid, you know, we have to give an email or two, and I, wa- I want to give a tremendous, tremendous yishkoyach to uh, my dear Chaverim, who have been with the Shir from all the way in the beginning, from day one, and uh, they got me this unbelievable Matana, Matana Toiva, a place to be close to Takish Baruchu and, and enjoy his his uh, beautiful creation. And the Masimara, I, I had no idea. I was mom is shocked. Just the beauty of the landscape. Forget about all the animals that we saw today, just driving to the hotel. We saw a crazy volume of animals. But just the, the landscape and everything, so it's a tremendous yishkoyach. It's very, I don't know, I'm, I, I'm still in shock from the unbelievable gift, yishkoyach guys, yishkoyach. And uh, Be'ezer Hashem, we should be able to continue learning Torah here, and uh, it shouldn't uh, be a disturbance, we should be able to pull it off. So real quickly, um, here's a email from Yechmiel Seplowitz from Muncie, New York. It's great that you're encouraging your oilom to do shnai mikro vechotargum, after all, and maybe Gishmak did that, but Shnaim Mikra Vechotargum is Medina de Gemara and is Halacha and Shukhanarach. I think you need to come up with another catchy slogan. How about Parsha twice is really nice, but it's even more Judaic to do an Aramaic? Yeah, I know. I better not give up my day job, Yerchemil Seplowitz. Again, Parsha twice is really nice, but it's even more Judaic to do it in Aramaic. Shkoyach. Um, it would be nice if my computer worked. No. See here. Yeah. Now I have to go back here and see what's going on. It froze up. Oh, what's very interesting, by the way, Raboisai, is that the electric goes off here at midnight. And it is close to midnight here. So if the electric goes off, we'll just have to continue tomorrow. Avi Dolties, we are gearing up in Manchester for your visit. I don't know, Gary, what I just played here, regular? No, um, I, I really? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Saying this tonight with Ethan Freilich, Britain's Jewish talent, Zev Daltis. You going to hear this? I don't know if we're going to hear this. I see him saying it's to do the dust. That's what he's saying. 
No, okay, whatever. It's not, I don't hear it for some reason. Okay, next. Yosef will be able to do it. So, Raboisai, uh, mdycium.com. And over there you can see the Siumim in London, Manchester, RBS, New York City, Muncie, Chicago, Calgary, etc. The Koilo sponsored leading Shmas Chayabas Yosef. The Mesech sponsored leading Shmas Yosef, Baruch Bemoisha Aaron. And for that, for my children. The Mesech is sponsored by Jeff Razin's Chos of my son Yosef Simcha Chaim, Ben Sorchan, Rufu Shlema. Amen. Rest of the Mesech, the official Mesech of Motivators for Rufu Shlema of Avram and Asha Ben Chana Brocho. Paras Achoydish Moisha Ben Zechario. And Paras Shavuah, the last day. We hope that he should finish his research. Vladislav Zakharov in the Schos, that he finishes research by February. And I should win my court case today. Amen. Well, I hope if it's against another Jew, I don't know. <laughs> we should really turn the camera around and see what's going on here. It's going to give And what, are you going to show it? This the way these rooms work. They're tents, tents in the middle of, and five feet beyond the tent. That way is a river, and there's hippopotamuses and crocodiles right there, right below us. There's a electric fence that doesn't allow them to come up, but it's literally five feet. Daf Kof Yud Omer Aleph. So says the Mishnah, sponsored by Moshe Cohen Leschos Parnosa. Being able to support, no, that's something else. The schos for limitat Torah and continue that slocha in Parnasa. Oh, we can't forget that Nidarim is coming up. Nidarim is coming up any day. And uh, we have a new recruit with us in the room. We found him here somewhere in the Masimara and we're schlepping him. That's Norm's recruit. I have nothing to do. Bezer Shem is going to join us for Nidarim. Your first recruit, your best. If, if you get this guy, he's unbelievable. All right, says the Elegant Mishnah. Hamoitzi shtar choy v'chaveroi v'haloi hoitzi shemocharloi esasada. So if you look at the graph over here, we have Noam Fix who's with me, and we have uh, Avi Kamiansky who's showing up tomorrow. Basically, two things happen there. Ruvain lent money to Shimon, and then. Shimon says, it's not true. I can prove to you that it's false. It's not true that I borrowed money from you. How do I know? Because you, how much did I borrow from you? I borrowed a million dollars from you? Okay. So then why in the world did you sell me real estate for a million dollars? When I gave you the money for the real estate, you should have hopped that money to pay up the loan. Why would you give me real estate instead of that? It doesn't make any sense. If I owe you money, why are you giving, why are you adding to it and giving me a field? Real estate. So you see over here in the graph, you see that Reuven did two things. Reuven claims he gave him a million dollars. He also claims he sold him a property for a million dollars. Says Shimon, it makes no sense. So therefore, he's tiny that either he already paid it back or it's, it's false. The whole, the whole star is false. Admon Oymers. Remember, Perik Shnei Xeroys. We're in the seven Xeroys that Admon instituted. When you sold me the field, you should have kept the money and said, that's 
for paying up the loan, and then don't give me the field. No, we're talking about a very smart, clever individual. He did a trick here. He says, listen, Shimon is not a guy that's going to pay me back the loan. So what am I going to do? I'll never see the million dollars. But what I could do is I could sell him a piece of real estate for a million dollars. So I'll get a million dollars. And now I'm trading in the million dollars that I gave him once upon a time for a piece of real estate. Now I can go after the real estate. Now I'm going to try to get my real estate back. Now I'll have a million dollars in my pocket, paid off, plus my real estate I'll get back. So it's a very smart trick. Says the Gemara, my time of the Rabbana. Shabbat my Admon. Admon has a good title though. You, I see you guys like the Chachamim's title, but Admon I also do. But Chachamim, the Gemara seems to say that Admon's title is a very strong title. We have to understand what Chachamim have to say against it. Or what? If... I really owe you a million dollars. Why in the world are you selling me more property on top of the million dollars that I owe you? You should just take the money for yourself to pay off the loan. Reuven, Shimon tells Reuven, if I really owe you a million dollars, why are you, Reuven, selling me a property? Take the money for yourself. Says the Gemara. But here, this is a, the, the Gemara brings up a point that's very important. Because of course we have to understand what came first. If he's grabbing a million, if Reuven gets a million dollars in his pocket, so he could say, stop, this is to pay off the loan. Why would he not say pay off the loan? Why would he give him a piece of property? Obviously, he didn't get a million dollars in his pocket. So what did he get? Nothing. A contract and a piece of real estate. If he got the money first, so then there's a big tie on him. You should have taken that money to pay off the loan. Shemad is a sadek. So why did you sell me a field? Because the Machloikis is Basra the Kasir Shtar of Adi Avizuza. Because we're talking about a place that he wrote that they write a star first. Where do they do that? Everywhere in the world. I mean today, that's how you buy real estate. First you write a contract, then you pay the money. So if it's a place that you write a star first, and then he gets money. So he has no choice really because he already wrote a star, a contract on his piece of property. But Amin says he should go ahead to two them and whisper in the ear and say, listen, I'm only selling this piece of property because I want to go after the property and not after the money. But he didn't do so. Why did he have to them? And we had this far before, you can't expect him to go to two them and whisper something in their ears because everybody has a wife and everybody has a friend that you by mistake spill the beans to. And that friend goes ahead and tells another friend. And before you know it, it gets back to Shimon, the bad guy here in this case, who doesn't want to pay up a loan. And he won't buy a piece of property. He's not a fool. He knows why the guy is selling him the property now. Chavrach, 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 says the Heilig Mishnah, Spansom, Mishikon, Schos, Nimrat Torah, Knyat Slochem, Barnos. Shnaim, Shoytzim, Shtar, Chayv, Zalzeh, continue with the same kind of idea, but a little different. Here's the idea. Ruvain lent money to Shimon. Then Shimon, I see even the, the live shear is not good for you. You're falling asleep with that too, huh? He, then Shimon goes ahead and lends money to Ruvain. No, whatever. Okay, I'm not, I don't have to explain the whole other what happened here. So Shimon goes, and you hear what happened? Ruvain lends money to Shimon, and then Shimon turns around and lends money back to Ruvain. Oh, that's exactly the idea. 
All you're doing is returning the thing, why am I borrowing money from you? No, each person collects on his own. So we have a beautiful machlaikis here. Rav Nachman Omar, our case. Ruvain pulls out a star and says that Shimon owes him money, and Shimon pulls out a star that Ruvain owes him money at a different date. They overlap each other. Rav Nachman Omar, each one collects. So let's say Ruvain lent Shimon $100, and Shimon lent Ruvain $100, each one individually collects. Rav Sheshis Omar, Hapuchi Matrosa Lomali. By the way, Gary, is it nice, good lighting? Is the face lit up? Everything is good or it looks like a dark room? Because I feel like I'm in a dark room. So we have a svar here. We have to remember the svar because we've been using the svar a lot. All we do, until we get to the new sug, is the, the, bottom, the, the mission on the bottom. The mission on the bottom. Okay. He loves it. He loves going around. Yeah. Hi, come. You want to sit over here next to me? It is going off soon. So listen to the svara. If you're holding two heavy bags, you have two heavy loads on your shoulder, it makes no sense, if they equal weight, it makes no sense to switch them, right? Two heavy bags, both weigh 25 pounds each, you don't switch them. You switch if one weighs 5 pounds, one weighs 20 pounds. If I owe you 100 and you owe me 100, why am I giving you 100 and you're giving me 100? Just keep it as is. So you might want to understand, where do we say the svara? Where does this make an afkimin or not? There's a very interesting story that Ben Shchai says in a sefer, has this uh, safer of stories, and he says that a, a person had a suitcase full of jewels, and he's going to the marketplace to sell it. He's going to a far off place, and his father said, "Listen, I want to give you an eta. Don't carry a suitcase in one hand. It's it's very heavy. What you need to do is you need to counterbalance it with another suitcase. Otherwise, it'll it'll damage your body. So take a suitcase full of stones." Let's say this suitcase of jewels weighs 40 pounds. Take a suitcase, another suitcase of 40 pounds of stones. And like that, you walk around and you'll, you'll be able to, uh, to survive. Your body won't break. So his friend sees him walking with two suitcases. What's going on here? He says, one is full of jewels, one is stones. Why? My father said it's going to balance out my body. Says this guy, it makes no sense. Take the stones out, throw them away. Take half your jewels and put them in the other suitcase. You'll have a balance. Of jewels. Why balance with stones? He says, I don't know. My father told me to do it. That's what I'm doing. I listen to my father. And he gets on a boat. You know the Misa? He gets on a ship. And all of a sudden, a big storm comes. And the captain of the ship comes and he says, listen. Unfortunately, every one of you has to take one piece of luggage and throw it into the ocean. Half your luggage. So he took his stones, threw it into the ocean. And his jewels survived. And he said, you know. Sometimes you don't understand why, but you have to listen to your father. You have to listen to your father. We don't always understand. So, to take one package and put it on the other side, and the other side, just, that makes no sense. So, says Rav Sheshis, nobody gives anybody anything. I owe you 100, you owe me 100. We're, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wash, and that's it. Says the Gemara, the Kuli Okay, so I want to show you real quickly what we have three types of properties Idis, Benunis, and Ziburis. So today I did Idis is Yerushalayim. 
You know what? The best place in the world to live is Yerushalayim. What? Chart number three. It is extremely expensive. We'll call Manhattan Beninus. It's not nice to say Manhattan is Idis. Shlaim is Idis. Manhattan is Beninus. And Ziburis is Kenya. The stuff that we saw, we'll call it Iowa. Okay? We'll, we'll take pictures tomorrow. One of these days, we'll show what Ziburis looks like. Okay, great. So if I have Idis, you have Idis, you have Beninus, I have Beninus, Ziburis and Ziburis. So it doesn't make any sense that I should take your apartment in Yerushalayim and you take my apartment in Yerushalayim. We both, we're trading the same thing. Don't do anything. Where's Machlekes? This is like Here. As you can see in the picture, <coughs> number four, <coughs> Ruvain has uh, an apartment in Manhattan and Shimon has a house in Iowa. A Ziburis. Kipligi, this is the Chad, Ben is the Chad Ziburis. Rav Nachman Sover, Ze Goive, Ze Goive, Kosovar, Bishaloyim Shaman. So we have a big machlaikis here. We know that when it comes to a loan, the Bachayv takes from Beninus, from the medium stuff. But what's medium? Medium to the entire world? So we know that Manhattan is going to be Beninus to the whole world. Or medium compared to what that person owns. That person you own stuff in, in uh, Tokyo and I don't know where places that are more expensive than Manhattan. So Manhattan is a Ziburis. Does it go by him or it goes by the world? It goes by him. So check this out. Comes Shimon and grabs the Beninus. Sorry, where is it? Back here. Okay, so you watching? Ruvain has Beninus. And Shimon collects his Beninus. Now, when you see this chart, what happens? Reuven goes back and has collect from Shimon. Right? They're each collecting from each other. So look what happens. Reuven, in this case, cannot take the, the, the apartment in Manhattan. Why? Because the apartment in Manhattan is Shimon's what? Idis. Because it goes by each individual according to this Mandomar. It's relative to him. So what is he going to take, Ruvain? Take a look. What happened? Nothing happened. Oh, uh, he takes his Ziburis. A tremendous nafkimina just happened there. Ruvain went from owning an apartment in Manhattan to owning Ziburis, Iowa. And Shimon ended up with the apartment in Manhattan. It's almost not fair. They have an identical loan. They owe each, they owe each other $500,000. But because Shimon struck first, and that's the Gemara is going to ask, who says Shimon strikes first? Shimon struck first, he took the Beninus, the apartment in Manhattan. Then when Reuven had a chance, he could take only the Ziburis because the apartment in Manhattan became the Idis. It's the top stuff. Okay. And now it turns into Idis. What? Yeah, said the Bachov gets banners, yeah. Right, Mendy, you hear me saying it? Yeah. And then comes Reuven and takes back the Ziburis, so he gets messed up. Rav Sheshesh says no. Where am I? 
Why am I going this way? I have no idea where these charts go now. Here's the Buras. The next chart should be this. Oh, At the end of the day, says Rav Sheshis, we go by the world. And therefore, if Shimon is going to grab the baitiness of the world, so Reuben is going to go take it right back, the baitiness of the world. It doesn't go relative to what he has. And Mamela, they're both going to end up with the same exact thing that they started out with. He comes and he takes back his own apartment from Manhattan, right? So he's going to end up with the apartment in Manhattan. Reuben is going to end up with the apartment in Manhattan, and Shim is going to stay with the Ziburs in Iowa. Says Gemara, Rav Nachman, my chazis dasi bal ziburs. That's why he says, don't do anything. So waste the time. So don't do anything. Rav Nachman, my chazis dasi bal ziburs bereisha. This whole thing works. Why? Because Shimon struck first. Lazy bal beninis bereisha v'ligvi ziburis. Here, if Reuven grabs the ziburis first, v'lahader v'ligvi nahale, and then Shimon cannot take the beninis of Manhattan. He has to take the ziburs right back because when he has two things, he's going to take the lower, the, the lower of the two. In Rav Nachman, that Rav Nachman says it goes relative to a person, so now he c- could only take. So he takes the ziburs back. Why do you say that Shimon ends up with the apartment in Manhattan when Shimon? That's only if Shimon strikes first. But if Reuven strikes first, Shimon will remain with the apartment with the house in Iowa. Says the Gemara. The reason is because Shimon sued first. Okay, he sued first, but when they both go to Bezdin, they're together. We have to say another story. It goes like this. Ruvain has two apartments. One in Yerushalayim, one in Manhattan. It's not so unheard of. There's a lot of people that have that. So he has a idis and a beninis. Shimon, on the other hand, lucky he's not here today, he has a ziburis in Iowa. And therefore, this ziburis. Marsovar. I can't read my own handwriting. Vishaloyim shaman. You go relative to your own. So you do this. So Shimon gets the Bainanis. He gets the least of the two. Okay, that, that's fair. He gets Bainanis. And then Ruvain comes and he has to take the Ziburus. So now he just traded out apartment in Manhattan for a house in Iowa. Umar Savar. No, this is the next case. Hold on. Let's go back. Umar We go based on what's normal. And therefore, he, they end up with the same thing. Ruvain will just get his apartment back in Manhattan and Shalma Yisrael. Says the Gemara, Tanat, v'cham arimim, v'ze at the end of the day, is each one grabs, each one does a deal. I, I pay you 100 and you pay me back 100. So that's a cash on who? On Rav Sheshis, who says you don't do anything. Rav Sheshis says you just stay put. You see, Zeg Goiva, you actually collect. Take him Rav Nachman, leave the Rav Sheshis. 
He explains the Rishishis. Kigoyin Shalom Bazel Esr Shanim Bazel Chamesh. Oh. Very nice. Rav Nachman is explaining Rav Sheshis even though he argues with him. What happened was there's two loans. We want to explain, again, what are we trying to do? We're trying to explain how do you have a situation where even though the loan is maybe the same amount of money, it makes sense for one person to collect and not just keep it. Don't, don't, don't say it's a wash. I owe you 100, you owe me 100. Don't say it's a wash. I have a situation, I have a case where it's not a wash. Where is it not a wash? Where one loan is a longer loan. It's for more time. So it makes more sense for me to collect and not wait until you pay back. Because you're, you're only paying back in 10 years from now. And I want a loan right now. So it's not a wash. Let's see. Uh, something like that. There's a case where one of them, we'll see in a second who, one of them borrowed for 10 years and one borrowed for 5 years. What's the case? <coughs> we're almost finished there. And then we go into Agatha. If you say the first one here in this case, Ruben lent Shimon for 10 years. Vishani, and then Shimon turns around and lends money to Ruben for five years. In that case, Amon would say, if how is it possible that I ever borrowed money from you? You see that it's not true because look, you borrowed money from me. Why would he say something like that? No, they're not they're not they're not similar. Ruvain lent money for 10 years. He'll never see his money for 10 years. It's a very, very long time. So therefore, he turned around and borrowed money from Shimon. Because it's, a, it's a less of a loan. That makes sense. So that can't be the case. Hello, Rishon L'Chamesh. What happened was, Ruvain lent money to Shimon for five years. And then, after Ruvain lent money to Shimon for five years, he borrowed money from Shimon for 10 years. Says If the time came back to pay, my time So what's going on here? Did, did, it, did the time come to pay back or not? Says So interesting case. He lent it for five years. Five years is 1,825 days, I think. I can't read, read anything here, but something like that. 1,800. So on day 1,824, he decided to take out a loan. It's coming due. He's going to have the money in his hand tomorrow, but he decided to borrow a day before. There's such a thing. So something gets in a jam. He's so desperate for money, he'll borrow money even though he has it coming in a day. So that's the machlokes here. No, doesn't make any sense that somebody will do it. Even if a person is very, very desperate, you just wait out 24 hours and the money is his. How do I have a situation where it makes more sense for one of the borrowers? They're not equal. They're not on equal footing, even though it's the same amount of money. When, we, we, when we're dealing with the assignment. They could collect and you don't take from them. Says Gemara, 
You're telling me that you cannot collect from a Yasim. So it's a one-way street. The Yasim collects from you, and you don't collect from him. But it says the words, Ze veze goiva. You collect from him, and he collects from you. So you can't be talking about Yasim. It says the Gemara, okay, it will be doichek. Ze goiva veze roilig voice. Vein loy. Yay! He doesn't have. Two bomb questions. I don't like your pshat. It's too much of a tchak. It says in Mufurish that each one collects. I have a great trick. Let the Yasim collect property. Then you turn around and grab a bag from the Yasim. If a Yasim collects karka, you go and take away karka from Yasim. So you pay the Yasim karka and then turn around and grab it from Kashio. Says Gemara, this is the Yasim Ziburus. This is the day, eat this Ubeninus. I think you have a picture here. Oh. Ooh. Sorry. Chart number 19. 19 charts so far. The guy, the adult, Ruvain, he has Idis and Beninus. The Yasim only has Zibur. It's the same thing that we said before, but it's the same case, but we're putting in the Yasim here. This is the Yasim Zibur, this is the day, Idis and Beninus. That's the Yasmi Govu Beninus. Now the Yasim comes and collects a Beninus. And Ruvain is left taking the lesser of the two, which is the Ziburis. So now the Yasim gets a Beninus, Reuven is stuck with the Ziburis. Reuven can only collect, you see, look, look what's going on here. The Yasim has Ziburis. He collected a Beninus. But even if you say that we go by the Beninus, thank you, wow, even if you say that you go by the Beninus of the world, and therefore, Reuven should be able to collect his apartment in Manhattan back. What happens is, no. The Yasim keeps the apartment in Manhattan. And unfortunately, uh, this doesn't look like it's charged. and it's, I don't think it's recording. See? This guy. Is that a bit? No, oh, we're not? I should turn it off? Yeah. Only record from so the two mics are just for your shtick? Okay. I like that. Oh, Gary is a big tide. Gary is a big tide. I promise Kevin to his. Okay, now he also has something to edit. Shkoya. Sugar. got the mission. But. We were not eating now. We already ate. <laughs> okay. Zog to Gemara. Maybe Gary's not such a big tzaddik after all. look for this Seriously, the guys in the 21 hours, the... I'll tell you later. Okay. It's, it's it's not for this year. Um, the guys only slept an hour and a half in the last what forty eight hours, something like that. Okay, says the Gemara. Um, 
Here, what's going on here? Even if typically you take the apartment back from Manhattan, you're not go by over here. Thank you. Yeah, whatever. Why? I have light. Oh, don't worry about it. This is more beautiful. The fact that typically a yasam, you can't take a ziburus, uh, you can't take a benus from a yasam. That's in a typical case. But who owned the apartment in Manhattan? Look at the case again. Ruven owned the apartment in Manhattan. So he's a typhus. If he hops, then you don't take it out. Did he hop over here? He didn't have to hop. It was his to begin with. It's a tremendous... So that's why Ruven gets back his apartment in Manhattan. Chasal the Pesach. We're holding by the Mishnah. And now... Here goes pretty much. I got to the end of the Masech to Beis Hashem. Says the Eligim Mishnah. Spans me Mishikol Nischos. The Merat Torah and Ketina. It's Lachem Parnasa. Shalosh Arotzis Arotzis Lenesun. There are three lands in marriage. Yehuda veYerdim Agol. Three pieces of Eretz Yisrael that are important for Eretz Yisrael is divided in three. Yehuda veYerdim Agol. Emoitim Meir Leir. You don't force your wife to move from one town to another town from a big city to another large city you don't go force her to go from Haifa to Tel Aviv in the same province the, the, the article says right in one of those three you could force from one city to another and from one town to another town. The uh, turning of the Dav, sponsored <clears throat> by who? As a schos, to be able to continue to support Torah and finish us with Reb Eli And you cannot force from a city to a town, from a town to a city. From a nicer house to a... From a, not, not a raw to a yafa, a nicer one. From a nicer place, not so much a house, a nicer place. My wife would love this Mishnah, actually. But at the end of the day, not so much. Because when you go from Chutzlars to Eretz Yisrael, it's a whole different story. You can't even force her to go from a not such a nice place to a nicer place. In other words, different diseases happen when you go to, into a nicer place and therefore you can't force somebody to, uh, to follow you. Says the Gemara, in a city, you have everything, right? Even today, you have a suit store, you have the hat store, you have the fish and the this and the butcher. You have everything you need. Nothing you don't need. It used to be like B'chemesh, you had to like sometimes drive to Yerushalayim for stuff. Remember those days? Not anymore. Now it's a ma- the only thing you have to drive to Yerushalayim is for the hospital. We don't have a hospital yet. But other than that, we basically have everything. It's coming one day. Elo mi'ili krach my time. Why could you force it to go from a city from a? I'm oh, sorry, bishlam krach from a 
city to a uh, town that you can't, the Bikrach Shichi, you're taking away all her comforts, comforts and luxury. my time. Why can you not force her? Yeah, you're upgrading. It's hard to move into a city. So you have to see Rashi, right? The beautiful Rashi. Anybody that lives in New York or lived in New York or visited New York knows, knows what Rashi is saying here. Yeshiva Skrach and Gosha, Shakom and Siyas and Shom, everybody wants to live there. Vidoy Chakim, they're like sardines. Umekarvim abotim zulu zu. You ever, New York, Brooklyn, there's literally three to four feet between houses. It's crazy. Vein Shom Avir, and there's no oxygen to breathe. Avo Beir, more like a, a suburb. Yes, Ganois, you have a, a, a front yard, a backyard. Upardesim, smuchim. If you need to come in, maybe you should go around from the other side, no? Okay. Okay, fine. Good ear. We understand this stuff. Says the Gemara, how do you know it's bad? It's hard to live in a city. They had to give a bracha to the people that that volunteer to live in Yerushalayim, because it's hard. That you can't even force to go from a bad dwelling to a nicer dwelling. My Why? Because it, it checks your body. When you change your, your routine, that's when you start getting sick. So we already had this in Yevamas, I think it was. Ben Siro, it wasn't like a, it's not a Jewish sefer, but it's brought out in Gemara, and he has a lot of divri chachma. So sometimes the, the stuff that's brought out in Gemara is reliable, but not everything he says is MS. Some, some of the stuff is like mamish tosim, I think. But the Gemara brings down stuff, and whatever the Gemara brings down is, is valid. So it says in, in Ben Siro, Ko oni roim. It's a whole history with him. He lived by, at the end of the Bayesrishan, I think, and his grandson translated it, that, that's what we have today, a whole thing. It says in the Pasuk, the days of the, of, of the pauper, the very bad. Ask the Gemara, why is that true? At the end of the day, you have Shabbos and Yontav. Even a pauper eats Gishmak, you can filter fish. It's not so bad. Because even for him, Shabbos is bad because he's changing the routine and it causes disease. Not only are his days bad, but his nights are bad. It's a person who's poor. What could he afford? He affords a lower house on the bottom of the hill. All the rain pours onto his roof. On the flip side, when it comes to his vineyard, he can only afford the vineyard that's on top of the hill. So all of his fertilizer gets washed out by the rain and goes to the, to the rich guy on the bottom. Says the Elegi Mishnah, sponsored by Moshkon Tzchos, for the Torah, and continue that Tzlochen Parnosa. You hear this? Noi can force a woman to move to Eretz Yisrael, a woman can, for, can force her husband to move to Eretz Yisrael. 
and you cannot force somebody to leave Eretz Yisrael. Yerushalayim. This is interesting because it's not really a mitzvah to live in Yerushalayim. There are certain things that you can only do in Yerushalayim, like Maiz Shani. But you can force your wife, and your wife can force you to move to Yerushalayim. And you cannot force them out of there. There's an interesting story by Rabbi Yitzchak He says that there's a woman from St. Paulo, Brazil, who wanted to force her husband to move to Eretz Yisrael. And she went to Rabbi Yashif. And Yashif said, is there no other reason why you want to move to Eretz Yisrael? She says, no, I learned in the Mishnah that I can force my husband to come to Eretz Yisrael. So basically, the story is, if I'm not mistaken, something to the effect that they brought this story to Rabbi Yashif. Rabbi Yashif figured out by talking to the woman and asking questions back and forth, that since she married an older man, way older than her, so the, the rule is in Brazil that you don't inherit somebody if you marry somebody that's way older than you. Because you know, they're worried about gold diggers, whatever. So therefore she, she devised the tactic to force her husband to come to her Australia. And he'd say no, you have to divorce her whole Misa, and that's why. For that, you don't force a husband to give a divorce. Says the Mishnah. I'm sorry, I might have skipped. A woman can force her husband. A husband can force the wife. He married her in Eretzisrael and then he divorced her. He married her in Eretzisrael and divorced Eretzisrael. So the Ksuba says, he gives her Israeli money, Eretzisrael money. He married her in Eretzisrael and he divorced her in Kapoitikia. Now Kapoitikia, the money is heavier, more valuable. Because he married in Eretzisrael, so it goes by Eretzisrael. He married in Kapoitikia where the money is more valuable. In other words, Eretzisrael always wins. But if he married a woman in America, and divorce in America, he pays in dollars. Hakol ma'alam asuyimai. Hakol. The word hakol, what, what does it come to include? Lasuyavadim. What kind of avadim are we talking about? Look inside. Eved, every. The reason I'm pointing this out, because in a line from now, it's going to switch to Eviknani. That is, you could force, Eviknani, of course you could force to move to Eretz Yisrael. He's yours. But even your Evid Ivri, who his whole Mishpacha lives in New York, you could force him to move to Eretz Yisrael. And if you read the word Avadim in the Mishnah, straight out, Lasuye Mai. Lasuye, Minova Yofel To go from a nice house to an ugly house in Eretz Yisrael. Right, a nice house in Chutzlars. Uh, what did I say? Okay, from a gorgeous house in Chicago, twelve thousand square foot home in Chicago, to an apartment in a five story building with a dirty elevator every day, and two thousand square feet in Bethshemesh. You can force that, and if she doesn't like it, divorce without exuba. Now. Okay. 
Hakol. You can't, no one could, for, no one could force anyone to leave Eretz Yisrael and make a Yerida. Over here now we're talking about Eviktani, who ran away from Chutzlaretz to Eretz Yisrael. Even him you can't force to go back to Chutzlaretz. Some over here and go. Why? Everybody could bring, could force somebody to move to Yerushalayim. It's funny. Because here we are sitting in Chutzlaretz. We just left Eretz Yisrael. And we're learning a three daf sugya about how no one should live in Chuzlaretz and a bunch of Rishayim for living in Chuzlaretz. And the reason is very simple. I know, I know. Because I don't want to sit here in their stroll and, 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 and be haughty on all my American mishpacha and chaverim. And the, I wanted to come down to, to their level and talk to them from where they are. Not sit on a high thing and, and look down at them and they, they'll think I'm looking down. So I came down. Push came down. Mamash makes sense, no? <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. So true. So true. True. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, Vaitu. <laughs> He's going to stick his word in. But this we already said. Okay, fine. Even though there's no Kiddush, but we say it in the safe as well, the same Lashon. We have a fight between a couple. He says, let's move to Eretz Yisrael. She says, I don't feel like it. I like my luxury. I love my Chanel, my three cars, the whole thing. It used to be, today I don't know how it is, it's probably a lot of money, but it used to be like you lease a, a Toyota Sienna, you know, $250 a month. You're sitting, you're sitting great. You do your carpool, everything's good. Automatic doors, push the button, they open, they close. You know, you know what I'm saying? Today it's like $7,000 a month because of COVID, the whole thing. Okay, if you can get it, yeah. Like $50, remember those cars, you could get a, a hybrid Honda, I don't even know the name because it's all electric for $50 a month because Obama was giving them for whatever. So she doesn't want, she wants, she wants her shaitels, the whole thing, the clothing. She doesn't want to come to Eretz Yisrael. So who oimer la'alois v'yoimer shalilais, koifin oiz la'alois, you force her. Now you got to see this toises, right boys, you got to see this toises. Who oimer la'alois says toises, enu noig bizmanazeh, can't force her. Dika sakonis drochem, it's very difficult to get to Eretz Yisrael. Whatever Rabbi Nechaim, the achshov, enu mitzalot of Eretz Yisrael. So this is a whole sugyo. Everybody takes for granted that it's a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. I don't want to spoil anybody's mitzvahs. The people that are very into Yishev Eretz Yisrael. It is a machlegs rishonim if there's a mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael b'zmanazeh. Let's assume it is. Every minute, every this. Okay, this, no, no. The problem is, look what Taisa says over here. Taisa says, It's not with the anoshim. It's anchim. It's a lashon of anish. Taisa is saying that you shouldn't live in Eretz Yisrael because a certain virus. 
that you could that you do over here that you don't you wouldn't be over in Chutzlars. Okay, I'm just I like the shock Doilam. Everybody's so used to like I wish I could do Aliyah. I just you know I don't I don't have it in me. One day I will. So I'm just there's other there's other Rishonim there's other things to look at and how that applies. To, I'm not passing. I'm just reading a Taisus. That's it. He says there's certain Averis that. You could, one could do only in Eretz Yisrael that we have to be careful with. Okay. Vimlav, if she doesn't want to move to Eretz Yisrael, she doesn't get Eksuba. He oimeres lalois. He oimeres lalois, he oimeres lalois. She wants to move to Eretz Yisrael and he says no. Koifen oisoy lalois, you have to force him. Vimlav, yoitzi vidin Eksuba. He has to divorce her and give her Eksuba. She wants to move back. That's a little bit uh, what uh, we have in my mishpacha. Force her to stay. Tie her up to the wall. She can't leave. And if she really doesn't like to be tied to the wall, gets a divorce. No ksuba. He wants to leave, and she says, "Absolutely not." So he forced him. And if not, we said in the Mishnah that if he married a woman in Eretz Yisrael, then he divorced her in Kapoitik and Chutzlars. He pays her with his Eretz Yisrael money. So we go. By where the obligation occurred, the shibud. So how come if he married a, a woman in chutzlars, that the shibud happened in chutzlars, and in divorce in Israel, he still has to give her Israel money? We go by the collection. You're right. Since ksuba is only the rabbanon, therefore we go. It's one of the things that we're making, and every single time we go by Eretz Yisrael, says Gemara Gesav Ksuba the Rabbanon. Reb Shimon, yeah, it's because he always Ksuba the Rabbanon. Reb Shimon, you loy me noisin lo me moyz kapaitik. Gesav Ksuba the Raisa. You machmer on him. You give him the the heavier money from kapaitik. Tana Rabbanon. Hamoyzi shtar choyv al chaveira. Kasev boy. Now shtar choyv is different. If it says he has a loan document, and it says kasev boy bavel. So he, where, where's the phone? I just need a phone to point it for two minutes till we get to the bottom. It's a little darker. Fine. You got it? No, like this. Okay, perfect. Am I ruining the picture? Nah, yeah, it's fine. Kosov boy, Eretz Yisrael. If it says Eretz Yisrael, two more minutes. Kosov boy, stop. What if it doesn't say a country in it? Haytziyoy, so he's goyva bevavel. Magbiyam mebayis bavel. Depends where he collects. If he went to collect it in bavel, he gets bavel money, American money. Haytziyoy, Eretz Yisrael. Collect it in Eretz Yisrael. Magbiyam mebayis Eretz Yisrael. Kosov boy, kasef. What if it says silver? Stam. Mashirza. Now, whatever he wants. So I have one more chart here. Let's see if I can get to it. Oh, there's more charts here. 
Here. So if you remember this chart, one cell equals four dinner, and one dinner equals six ma, and uh, one ma equals two punyan. These are all silver coins. So he could, he could give him anything he wants. He could give 200 slime, he give two, uh, 200 dinarim, 200 ma's. It doesn't say what it is. It, it just says X amount of silver pieces. You can't do that with What does that mean? On the, on the last words that we just said, or perhaps it's in the beginning of the Bible, you should give him from the, the, the country that he's at. It's that part of the Braisa. Since it's a Ksuva, Ksuva we all Ksuva the Rabbanon, so you always go by Eretz Yisrael, whether it originated in Eretz Yisrael or whether you're collecting in Eretz Yisrael, you always go with Eretz Yisrael. Why do you think it's one of these coins over here, a dinner, a ma, maybe means a bar of silver. It says 20 silver, 20 bars of silver. Maybe that's the pshat. Because it says coin, it doesn't say bar. Okay, so maybe it's a pruta. Much less. Or a papa, pretty the cast will have the inche. People don't do that, they don't make it. Turn Unbelievable. A person should live in Gaza versus Lakewood Iraq Kodesh. The guy, uh, we met the, the guy Kaufman, he was my neighbor in Brooklyn many years ago, and he told me he lives in Yerushalayim of America, Cleveland. That's what he said. He said, you heard him say that? He said because Cleveland is very not materialistic and it's just a beautiful people and Mami Jerusalem America. But it says over here that a person should live in Israel, even in a city that's mostly Arabs. Don't know what. And don't live in Chuzlars in a city that's mostly Jewish Lakewood. By the way, I'm just thinking, because every time, it, I, I just thought about the second, didn't think about it before, but I'm pretty sure that when we say in Halal, Eloya, and there's a, ah, a mapik hey, so everybody goes, Eloya, ah. it's not, it's not, that's not how you say it, it's Eloya, ah. it's a, ah, not a, ha, most people say, ha, because they think it's a hey with that thing, I'm just pointing it out, I'm not a big Baldik Duke, but I once learned this, and it's Eloya, ah. Okay, now a big Baldictic is going to write to me tomorrow that I made a mistake and he's probably right. Okay, well, whatever. For now, I have the mic and that's what I decided. It's Eloi Ah. Uh, if you live in Chutz it's as if you don't have Hashem, you don't have a God. It's connected. The Eretz Kanan, the Eretz Yisrael, is Leos Lachem Lelikim? I'll be your Hashem if you, if you have Eretz Kanan. B'chol she'ain dor Eretz Baretz ain lo Eloya. What if you don't live in Eretz Yisrael? You don't have a you don't have a God. El Eloy Malach. Kol Adar B'chol Zlo Is Kilo Oved Avedik Kachavim. It says if you're worshiping idols. V'chein B'David Oimer Kigershuni Ayoyim Mista Peach. They they uh, how do you say Gershuni? They chase me out of there. 
and mistaper b'nachlas Hashem, and and that caused me not to be attached to the nachlas Hashem. They exercise me. What? Okay, they, you shouldn't know. They chase me out. No, they, 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 there's a better word. Not chase me out. They um. Whatever. I ran. Drove me away. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a better way, probably. And that's kilu. They told me go go worship another another. Oh oh, that's the word. They expelled me. Thank you. Who told David to, to, to worship another God? It's because he lived in Chuzlars. Okay, uh, fine. We'll stop right over here. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. Now we have to try to upload this and see if it can make it to Eretz Yisrael.